0: You're listening to a production of Swanson Media. If you're a shop owner, you know how important it is to have a reliable place to order your tattoo shop supplies. Since 1996, Kingpin Tattoo Supply has worked to provide the tattoo professional the highest quality supplies at the best possible price. If you need a reliable supply company, check out Kingpin Tattoo Supply at www.kingpintattoosupply.com. When you make an order, be sure to let them know you heard Kingpin mentioned on Sullen Radio. This is Joe Swanson from Sullen Radio. Quadrant tattoo needles are being recommended by some of today's leading tattoo artists. Accomplished artists and guests of the show like Bob Tyrell and Rich Pineda are using Quadrant needles daily. Try some of the best tattoo needles ever made for yourself. Use the promo code Podcast10 at ShopQuadron.com and receive 10% off your order. Remember, use the promo code Podcast10 at ShopQuadron.com and get 10% off when ordering some of the best tattoo needles on the market. This is Sullen Radio with Joe Swanson, the premier art driven podcast. Hey everybody, this is Joe Swanson. I hope everybody's doing good. Uh, my guest today is a, a tattooer who I met um, this last year, and uh, in Long Beach we had a fun conversation. You can check out that conversation on my website. Elvin Chong from Malaysia is here with me hey, today.
1: Hey, hi, good, good. How are you, man?
0: I'm doing well, man. Just uh, excited to sit down and talk again. Um, you know, you've been traveling quite a bit through. We continue kind of on a on a real strong uh, traveling path, don't you? you? You're traveling quite a bit, doing guest spots and and staying in the mix.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the last uh, the last time we met at Long Beach at Ingen and uh, that was like in July. And I just came back from um, from Europe, from uh, from the Netherlands three days ago, and um, feel feel a bit jack-legged and uh, need a bit more rest.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What has been your biggest challenge with, with traveling, keeping such a, a steady travel schedule? Um, what's been your biggest challenge in, in, in keeping that moving?
1: Um, I think for me, is compared to some other artists that I know, um, they travel much, much more than me in a year. I, I think I travel like just um, a couple of months in a year, like I'll probably to the States for two months, to Europe a month, probably to Australia or UK for a month and, and that's about it. It's just, um, um, I love traveling and love to meet people doing guest sports and um, the only thing that the most challenging is the weather. The weather, which is—I just came back from the Netherlands—is is really, really cold, and uh, I really hate it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and um, I had a hard time coping with the weather each and every every November when I, I'm I'm there. So it's like it's crazy. What do really, you really crazy.
0: What are you doing to cope with it? You just make sure you're bundled up in your uh, in your selling gear.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> like, yeah. I was like wearing wearing a heater uh, and a t-shirt over it, and a sweater and a winter clothes right on the... It's like four-layer clothing, man, four-layer clothing. It's, it's, it's so funny when I have friends um, who is like, they just wear a T-shirt and a sweater, uh, not even zip up, and they can just walk out outside on like a zero degrees and minus two, minus or minus one, and they can talk to the neighbor for like, what, half an hour standing outside in the cold? I was like crazy. It's like I I oh it's it's crazy man. I was like even for coating in me, my my hands like my fingers is like it's like ice turning to ice and it's hardened and uh, it's really freezing.
0: Yeah, I I grew yeah, up it, in it, I grew up in Minnesota and it's like that there, you know, for half the half the fucking year is is cold and yeah, it's you get yeah. used to it though. I grew up I remember walking to school in like shorts and a winter coat, you know, cause I knew I was going to be inside all day. So I just walked, you know, the three blocks to school. And, um, I remember running around and like out to the street with, you know, no shoes or socks on and, you know, through the snow real quick. I don't know. You, uh, get sure. used, you get used to that weird stuff, but, um, how do you like the Netherlands other than the cold and dealing with that?
1: Um, I really like, uh, Netherlands and especially Amsterdam. And, um, it's a pretty cool city, and um, it's the, um, the friends that I meet, and um, going back there every year to uh, catch up with them and doing guest sports, and uh, maybe uh, catching up with some old clients and get more tattoos, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite part of, uh, about Amsterdam?
1: I think it's um, it's, I think more more is like the uh, the history and, and and the buildings and the environment and and, and uh, the city is um it's quite um I, I like I like going in November I like I like the cold but I don't like until it's that cold that mm-hmm. is like minus to like you know it's like you can't even walk for f- five ten minutes outside. Yeah, I I th- I think I like it like around 10.
0: Yeah, the spring you know, like and that. fall, spring and fall is usually in those in those places that have those definite four seasons where you're going to get a super cold winter. I think the Right. my my favorite's the fall. I mean, growing up in the Midwest, the fall was you go to northern Minnesota the, you know, first, second, third week of September and you're going to see some of the most beautiful colors and and leaf changes and um really nice up there and i think i think yeah. for me personally man fall and spring are the are the best times in those environments when you have a distinct four seasons and you're gonna get that right. super cold fuck the cold <laughs> yeah fall,
1: fall, fall, fall and spring is, is is nice um i don't like the winter i still remember the first time uh first time in my life i experienced snow that was like two years ago it was like Whoa. You know, like, Asian, Asian boy like me, and we we never seen snow. You know, we haven't, like... So, it's, like, two years ago when I was in Belgium. The first time it, it snowed and uh, I just ran out and took my camera and I, I felt the snow and took some pictures. It's, like, wow. Did you That's make a snow,
0: you know? Did you make snowballs or make a snow angel or anything like that?
1: oh uh, no no. It, it, it's just, like, uh, a quick one and uh, it was freezing outside, you know? So, uh, I just felt the snow and uh, took some pictures. And it was... Um, I still remember after that I was in Belgium and, um, I went to uh, Germany and Germany in Berlin. It was like snowing, like hell, really like hell. It's like up to your knee, you know? So yeah, it's, um, it's an experience. It's yeah. really an experience.
0: How do you think those experiences help? Do you think those experiences help with your artistic expression and,
1: and the creativity
0: that comes out of you?
1: Um... Yeah, it depends what kind of experience you know. It's like um, well, even just a, cold as
0: an example of experiencing, feeling and seeing and and being in snow for the first time as an adult. I mean, I grew up in that. I was a baby and I was in snow. You know, so that's hard for me <laughs> yeah. to 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 think about. Um, so having an experience like that does that feed into that creative side of you?
1: Um. I didn't think about that before, you know, Mm -hmm. that's a good question, I never think about that before, but um, how I felt at that moment, as far as I remember is, uh, I kind of enjoy it with uh, um, walking in the snow and uh, um, keep keep taking some shots, some really nice pictures, um, sending back to my wife and show my wife that, uh, you know, I've seen snow, I've seen real snow, you know, that kind of thing, but whether it really um, affect my creativity or or influence my um, not really, not really. I, I just enjoy it, you know, mm-hmm. enjoy it at that moment.
0: Yeah, you talked about it in, in an um, interview, I think it was on um, your Sullen TV's portfolio peak, you talked about being influenced, you know, you mentioned guys like Jeff Goguay and I'm interested to know how do you your process of looking at their work, being inspired by their work, seeing something in their work and then translating it into your own? what inspiration do you get from those guys?
1: Um, I remember when i when I first started like like four or five years four or five years ago, like um, reading a lot of um, tattoo magazines and um, buying a lot of tattoo magazines and um, flipping through and uh, there's a few. Particular artists that I really, really like, like the way they um, they do their work and the pain and uh, their tattoo works. So it, it really like inspired me to be um, to be to be like them. Not not like um, copying their work or it's just looking at their work and you get uh, very inspired. It's like you keep telling yourself and asking yourself. It's like how how would he does it so good, you know. It's like, um, you know, I, I always question myself, how does um, Bob can um, tattoo a portrait in black gray that well? It's, it's always always amazed me until today and probably for the rest of my life, you know, all, all these artists, um, how good they are. It's like, um, it's, it's, it's a kind of, Constant motivation and constant, like, um, um, inspiration. Like, um, to be honest, I I, I look at their work almost every day. You know, works like Jeff's work, Bob's work on their Instagram, on their Facebook, um, David Carden's work, um, Jason Butcher. And, uh, you know, um, I always look for things that, might just like uh, inspire me or, or, or just strike 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 my mind that mm-hmm. that how it could implement into my work into my style of, of tattooing or in my style of drawing and painting so it's, it's you just get constant reminder constant I- inspiration you know and um, yeah and and there's so many artists in the world right now it's, it's, it's crazy it's you crazy you, you just you just get to get to realize almost every week or or almost like every two three days there's a new artist pop up and you wouldn't you, you wouldn't know who they are and somewhere from uh, from Europe from Russia there is a young chap that is so good you know it's like I said like, wow who is this guy you know it's like Crazy, yeah.
0: What what elements in in their tattooing do you think sets them apart? When you're looking at guys like Jeff and Jeff, uh, uh, Jason Butcher and and those those cats, what elements set them apart, or, or what do you think that they've done that have that puts their work on that different level?
1: Um, I think they have really put in lots of hard work mm-hmm. over the. Over the years, um, lots and lots of hard work. Uh, I think it's I think is also the um, the passion they put into the work that they do, and um, how much they love their work, and mm-hmm. and also um, the talent that they have. You
0: yeah. think it's you think it's natural talent or or hard work talent. Or a combination.
1: A combination, man. I think it's a combination. They work hard, and also, it's, they're really, really talented. And you know, I think it's, 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 it's a combination.
0: Yeah. When when was the last time a, a tattoo challenged you? As far as you were, it was either the skin or the the process in the design. Mostly, I'm interested in the in the tattooing part of it. You know, in the skin, being in the skin, and the skin being not doing necessarily what you. Want it to do, or or it being different than you thought. When was the last time you you were challenged in that way?
1: I think um, that was probably I think the first thing that came to my mind right now, if you ask me the, this question, is probably a year ago. Um, it was in a convention, which um, I had this client that that came to me and 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 he wanted to work on his back. Um, it's kind of pretty pretty huge tattoo in black grey and um um I have we have not met prior to, to the to the to the work uh, when uh, his, his, his convention client he, he came on, on on the day itself and when he when he took off his t shirt and, and was like I was I, I look at the back of his skin it's like um um that's pretty bad bad skin that he have, you know. Um, he has like, um, it's not wrinkles, he's, he's such a young guy, like maybe in, probably in the late 20s, but he has a lot of like, you know, like uh, pimples and, you know, mm-hmm. um, very bad skin, and uh, probably is from, from his genetic, or from his skin disorder, or, or whatever, I don't know what, what, what problem he has, but, I still do it, I still do the tattoo for him, but I had a really hard time, you know, skipping – is so – it's like skipping the pimples and, and area that you need to shit. And, you know, it's like uh, – it's really, really scary. And, and I had a really hard time. And it's like uh, some of my my artist next to me, and, it, and they came and see, and I was like, oh, they, they just said, oh, I she, feel so sorry for you, bro. <laughs> would you take that
0: project – would you take that project on again? Or would you pass on on that type of thing? Um, I've passed on some of those things before because I think it does, me personally, in my opinion, I think it does a disservice to them because they're not going to get the quality of work that, um, and no fault to the artist, they're not going to get the quality of work that they deserve or that they maybe want from seeing your work in a portfolio or on other people because of the nature of that canvas.
1: I I, I have done that couple, couple. Uh, I've, I've um, done that couple to clients before, and uh, if their skin is, is not to the right condition to be tattooed, I will say no to them, but um, most of my clients, as, as I said, they have come to see me, have consult me, and I've seen the skin prior before we do the tattoo, and, uh, and we talked about the design, and, and so on, but sometimes clients that Um, a new clients that approach you on uh, they're coming for for a tattoo in a convention which you never met them before and you know you just talk and discuss uh, through the email you know so so sometimes this kind of thing is hard to you know to, to say no but um yeah, I've come I've come across like skins who, um, especially like talking about scar, mm-hmm. you know, scar from from accident or scar from uh, from birth, you know, something like that. So I, I've I've come across some really really um or burn scars or, or you know, so they are things that it can be done. I would still do it for them because they really want to have a tattoo to beautify the skin, a burn skin or scar which they have on their body. Yeah. So I understand how does the customer feel and where they're coming from, the story that they tell us, and they really want the tattoo. So sometimes when I think it's possible for me to do it, I will help them. Yeah. I'll do my best to do a tattoo for them. But if not, it's sometimes it's the scar or, or it's so bad that I don't think so I can do it, I will say no.
0: Yeah, no I lo- I like that. I I like the the idea of communicating with the client and saying, "Hey, this is what is going to be the outcome of this. It could heal up perfectly because of this scar. It could heal up light in spots. It could heal up poorly." And as long as you know, yeah. as long as they go into it with full knowledge, I think as an artist that's what you're responsible to do is, is educate them. And if they say, "Hey, I still want to do it because I love your work or I really want to just beautify this area. I had a lady that for 25 years, she, she had been scarred on her hand, middle of her hand, all the way up to her elbow. And she was, I mean, at the time that I tattooed her, I think she was in her sixties. And, you know, I looked at it pretty hard to see if, if I wanted to take this project on because the scarring was pretty bad in spots, but turned out that it was great. I did, uh, some flowers, some roses, and then um, lilies on her arm and used some stippling, which was a little less traumatic as background. <laughs> um, so it was cool. I, I, I dug it. Um, and, and I yeah. like I like being able to do that. And I like your attitude about it, that you can help people out. And if it's not, not, nothing else than just distracting away a little bit from something that's either making them insecure or that they can't help having, then... I think that's great as an artist to be able to do that.
1: Yep. Yep. Same way.
0: Yeah. Talk about your development over the, I mean, you've only been tattooing. um, Well, in these days, it's, it seems to me, it seems like a short time, but in, in the dynamic industry that we're in right now, you can learn a lot in four years. What talk about your development in the last four or five years that you've been tattooing from starting to. Uh, Where did you start? Did you start in a private studio or private friends, or how did you get the knowledge to begin that process?
1: Um, Okay, Um, this was like um, five years ago when I started. Um, How I started? Uh, Okay. Um,
0: I know you said you were looking at magazines, and I've read before also that you, you said... You, you saw was, tattoos uh, being was done like, and you're like shit I can do better was, than this
1: <laughs> I was like looking yeah I was like looking at tattoo magazines in a tattoo shop mm-hmm. you know where, where, where they have a lot of powers and powerful tattoo magazines um, that was like 5-6 five, five, years, years ago when uh, I went to a tattoo studio in, in a local tattoo studio in my country to, to get tattooed and um, I was like it's, it's it's weird and and probably you will like laugh when i said um probably is uh that was like five six years ago five six years ago when um there's a t- there's a lot of t v reality shows like like miami Inc and uh, you know like l like a Inc so i was like watching those shows and um and i was like uh i got my 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 first tattoo was about 12 years ago and that was a very tiny one on my arm and I stopped getting tattoo for more than 10 years until like five years ago when the shows came on TV and uh, we were watching week after week and um, and I realized I look at my skin I look at my hand my leg boy I need to get more tattoos man like them on, on, on TV so I went. I went to the same guy that tattooed me like 10 years ago, 10, 12 years ago. I went to the same guy, and um, he's still tattooing, luckily. And uh, from there, I hang out with him almost every weekend at his studio, and we get tattooed on over my, my my hands and everything. And I was like, um, I was pretty artistically inclined, which is I like to draw, and I draw very well. In 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 in, in because I went to art school during, um, during my my, uh, my early 20s. So I was helping them with a lot of designs for customers, for the clients in the shops. And um, I was not doing tattoo yet, but uh, I was helping them to draw and um, and so on. And hanging around and looking at them, tattooing. And um, after a couple of months, and, and they just... Uh, he, he he just my 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 tattoo artist just asked me why don't you uh, pick up tattooing you know and because probably you can draw well and tattooing should be shouldn't be any problem for you so I I'll start they start teaching me the basics of how to um, doing the setup you know the machine the needles and so on and um, try on some pig skin you know which I hated and um, fortunately I can find like, I think like one or two friends which they trust me enough for me to tattoo them, you know, so I was doing some logos on the legs and small little tribal and, and shit or whatever and, um, and I was not, um, I was looking for more skin to do it, you know, and, of course, during the time you only have, they, I think the time like they don't even have like kind of like synthetic skin for you to practice on. Mm-hmm. So you, we, what, what we can do is just on pig skin. We we got it. We got it from from the from the wet market or we tattoo on on fruits. You know, like mm-hmm. on um, oranges and and stuff on the skin. But I was looking for real skin to to do. So I. One day I decided to try on my own leg and um it's getting more and more i i, I it's like I, I it's my my whole my whole of my left leg and my thigh is all filled up with all my practices <laughs> and some are pretty good and some are really uh bad stuff, but I believe. Practicing on, on your own leg and your own skin, I think it's the best way to learn a tattooing before you tattoo someone else because it's how much you know how much the needle should go in the skin. And I'm, I don't know about you whether you have uh, tattooed yourself before and uh, it's really crazy and, and really tough to tattoo yourself because, you know, one leg, on on the paddle and uh, one hand on the machine and another hand holding your own skin and you have to bear the pain yourself at the same time. So it's like, but it's an experience. And uh, I still remember uh, last year, that was like five years ago. And last year I was in in Belgium. I was with uh, the organizer and we became very good friends over the years and uh, we wanted to do a matching tattoo. So, um, and he wanted to try tattooing himself. Then I said, why don't you do a little tiny skull on your own leg and with my initial A on it. And I do a little tiny skull on my leg with your initial on my leg. And fuck, it's like, and that tattoo just takes us like, what, less than five minutes. And it's the five minutes of hell. For me, it's like, fuck, it's like so fucking painful compared to like five years ago. I was like tattooing my whole damn leg and with colors and, you know, it's like, ah, I think it's like I'm getting old and really I can't take pain anymore, you know? (laughs) So it's crazy. It's really crazy. I tattooed
0: myself early on. Also, it was, I don't, I mean, it wasn't before I had tattooed um, the few people that I, that I tattooed in my apprenticeship for free. Um, but after I was, after I was in the shop for a little bit, I mean, I, you know, you're, you're sitting around, you get bored in the tattoo shop. What are you going to do? You're going to tattoo. So, um, and I got to thinking, well, I'm Mm. kind of ambidextrous, you know, I can, I can do things with both hands. So let me fucking see if I can tattoo, you know, with my left hand, which I've done over the years. Oh, I've done it, wow. Yeah, I did. A, and this is like, dude, I'm seriously, this is like three weeks or a month into being around, you know, at the tattoo shop into my apprenticeship. And I didn't have a traditional, I would say that the the elements, some elements of a traditional apprenticeship were, uh, were instilled in me in a very quick time. And I was taught mm-hmm. to assemble a machine and, and the working parts of it and, and how to make needles and, and all that shit. And I was, I did three tattoos and I was like, released on the public, which wasn't necessarily the best thing because I did get in over my head. And I decided one day that I was just going to tattoo my own foot with my left hand to see if I could do it. So I did a little three. (laughs) I did a little three on my foot like underneath, (laughs) you know, too where it was. It was fucking on the underneath side of the ankle, like right in the above my heel, and it fucking hurt so bad. I did it and it looked decent. And then I ended up I put a uh, an outline of a sparrow. Over it with my right hand, and I was gonna <laughs> okay. do a little cover up, you know, hide the three in one of the wings. <laughs> that shit is still just an outline, man.
1: It's I'm not. I don't <laughs> I, know.
0: I don't think I want to ever do that.
1: I I have I have I think I have like two outlines that a skull and um, I think a Mickey Mouse <laughs> nice. on on my leg, and it's still on outline. Yeah. And I, I was like. Ah, oh, it's like when I, I I ever finish it? My my daughter always like looking at my leg at home and said, "Daddy, are you gonna color it?" I said, "No way, I'm gonna color it." There's <laughs> no way I'm gonna tattoo myself anymore. You know, nope. there's like,
0: something weird about uh, it. You, you're right. There's something different about tattooing yourself. It's a it's a man. It's a barrage oh, of it's a barrage of uh, inputs coming in all at once.
1: <laughs> it's a huge. It's a whole new ball game. It's like tattooing yourself is 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 crazy it's, uh, 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 yeah i i think i think but but it's a good experience mm-hmm. it's a good experience when 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 i i think um i think some artists have asked me what's the best way to learn to tattoo Is like of course all the basic how to set up and making needles and everything you 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 should know that but i think before you putting on your needle on on someone's skin i think it's better to like Try it on your own leg first, you know. Yeah. Probably something a tribal is the best, you know. Uh, outlines and shading and solid black. That's that's you know. I think I think it's it's a good training mm-hmm. for any new tattoo artist to 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 do something like that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, but I'm sure, of course, now they they have the uh, power flash to.
0: Yeah, a to pound. A pound of flesh and, and oh. all sorts of different synthetic things to, to practice on. But it's not the same. I mean, you're not going to get that same feeling that you do in, in real skin for sure. Was there a, turn, yeah. was there a turning point in, your, in the last five years that you can pinpoint that was a turning point in the quality of your work? Or, or, in the pro, or even in the process of your work where you made a great leap in, in, in your own mind?
1: I think, I think is you're talking about my style of tattooing or? Um, either
0: style or within the process of, uh, of your, of your tattooing from, you know, art to skin, or even within the tattooing, you made a great leap in, oh, I, okay. I figured out this technique a little bit better, or this thing has made my tattooing significantly better, um,
1: some, some great discovery
0: <laughs> well sure I, yeah i think um you know it's a it's I, a period of time where you know five years a lot you've packed a lot in there i'm sure i just don't you know i'm one, i'm curious if there was a moment during that time where you said wow this is this is clicking for me
1: we lost touch a bit oh sorry okay. about
0: that that's okay um yeah
1: um okay i i think it's I'm slowly getting into like um developing a style right now because the first couple of years i'll i practic- will uh, do almost everything of course like the first two years you do a lot of tribal and stuff and um, that's how you get get started and um you do a lot of roses and all the basic stuff and a lot of letterings and banners and 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 stuff um small little tattoos but um now, as I go on to my like fourth and fifth year right now as I'm doing a lot of sketching right now and um, I'm trying to like develop a style which um, have a lot of my kind of sketchy feel to it yeah. and and I I, I I have like I'm pretty like happy with with especially one work that I did like two weeks ago in in Amsterdam for for another fellow tattoo artist on his chest that's one of a sketch that I did for um, um, a random sketch, that I, a blue random pencil sketch that I did like a couple of months or a year ago. And um, so he wanted that sketch on to be on his chest. So I, I did it almost the exact duplicate of the sketch that I I I, I sketch out. And um, it came out pretty cool. And I quite like it. And um, I think in the future, I would like to do more of that stuff. Mm. And if, anyone would would want or or like the style that that I do but um i think it's it's you know, it's a lot a lot of people asking me why 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 do black gray and, and I don't do color and uh, you know so i i think it's like um i'm more to like a black and gray guy and um i'm not race racist or whatever but I wear only black T-shirts, you know, uh, black pants, and my whole entire studio is black, you know. So I, I a lot of like black shoes and black socks, black belts. So everything's black. But I, I'm more to like a black and white guy, you know. Mm-hmm. I like black and white photograph, you know, this kind of thing. So it's, it's, it's more like a personal preference, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. But of course, when I, when I was like. During my younger days, I, I, I do a lot of painting in colors and watercolor and everything. I still do painting right now in, in, in watercolor and, 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 and stuff. But when, when it comes to tattooing and sketching, yeah, it's more like black and gray kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. It,
0: I guess even right now then, you're, you might be in that moment where you're developing that style. And that big shift might come, come now. You might be living in it, which is great. Um, talk about those sketches because that is something when I first saw those quick... I don't know how long they take you. How long does that, how long does one of those sketches like on your Instagram art
1: of Elvin, how long does it take you to do that? Um, it'll take probably the more easier one would take probably like the most 45 minutes. Yeah. And the faster one, probably like half an hour, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And probably the longest one I take probably an hour, mm-hmm. you know, probably, um, those those one hour that take more than like forty five minutes is people who are, have really like it, it, the problem is like drawing drawing portraits you know I love drawing portraits it's like drawing um um portraits from uh, uh, um, a white guy portrait or a white girl portrait is easier for me than drawing an Asian face so an Asian face is really really tough to draw you know the features and everything so that will take me longer why so is that probably why, why do you find that more difficult I, I probably asian features are not so sharp you know we have like you know rounder nose you know more sloppy eyes smaller eyes and that kind of thing but you know, you know good be... good looking guys like you it's, it's easier to you know you have this because um during, during my college days, in, in, in uh, back then, we are trained to draw a lot of white people, you know, and with with nice eyes, beautiful eyes, big eyes, and everything. But you know, so when, when we come to draw Asian faces, I think it's pretty tough. So it would take a longer time. Yeah, yeah. but I draw I, I draw almost like almost every day, you know, the kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, is that um, being involved in? Those different styles, the sketching, the watercolor, do you paint in oils as well?
1: Yeah. Um, oil, I'm starting right now because I did some oil in the past. And I'm not so um, good at it, but uh, I want to get into oil. To, to um, I have all the uh, things set up, and um, you could take a peek at my setup and everything. hmm and I, 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 I'm going to like start, start painting a lot next year and, um, cut down on my sketching. Um, yeah, I'm going to go into oil right now.
0: That's great. What, what is, uh, how did you come to that determination that I want to maybe minimize or, or utilize sketching for a different aspect of, of my art and move into a different medium like oils or dive deeper into that medium?
1: Yeah. Um. Because of uh, a lot of artists out there who who paint oils that really really inspired me, and uh, I would like to try oil them. You know, like people like, uh, damn, it's like so many artists like um, like Casey Bao, mm-hmm. you know, David Kaysen, Shetzer, uh, um I met I met uh, Shatza and met uh, I talked to Shadzar and talked to uh, Michael Husa you know, um, really great people, you know, it's like, you, you get, you get so inspired just talking to them and, you know, even listening to them, you, you keep your mouth shut and you just listen to them, you get so inspired, you, you felt like they're, they're passing the, uh, the energy, the, the creativity, creativity to you, you know, mm. to, to their words. Yeah. So it really inspired me to see, um, their work, and, um, and I would love to try doing oil paint, that's why, and, um, try to, um,
0: get started soon. Yeah, absolutely. How did you get, in the, in the day and age we live in, there's so many opportunities out there for people, how did you link up with Sullen?
1: Um, okay, um, about Sullen is, is, um, it was, like, two years ago, um, I think, um, um, Ryan Ryan Smith. He uh, I think I think uh, I think I he he saw my work that uh, on, on on Facebook something like that, and um, I think he liked my work and so he he was uh, he sent me an email and that was like two and a half years ago yeah two and a half years ago like two thousand twelve, and uh, I got an email from him and he said um, we love your work and uh, would you want to do something for Sullen T-shirt you should draw something and we. You know, and um, I was like, "Fuck!" You know, <laughs> you, you, you get an email from Ryan Smith and and from Sullen Clothing. It's like, "Fuck!" It's like, "Wow!" And and I was like, to be honest, I couldn't like. I still remember that night. It was a night time when I when I got got the um, the email. I, I I couldn't I couldn't sleep for days. You know, I I I. I After I read the email and um, before I even replied, I I ran down to look for my wife and I told my wife the good news and said, guess what? Sullen asked me to do a t-shirt for them, you know, asked me to do something for them. I was was so happy. I was fucking stoked. I was so surprised and and happy and uh, honored to, you know, to do, uh, to be the Sullen family and do stuff for them.
0: Yeah, how's that, yes. how's that relationship been? It's, you wear sullen on your hand, right? You have it tattooed by Ryan on your hand now.
1: That's right, that's right. Yeah, a um, couple of months ago when I was at sullen clothing, um, I asked Ryan to do something for me, and um, he said, what do you want? And um, before I wanted this, I initially I wanted him to do um, an LA sign for me. You know, that finger and airway sign and also, or a CA, you know, California. But um, I was thinking, since you can get Ryan to tattoo you, which is, an, what an opportunity to for the boss to tattoo you. So I asked him to, why don't you do a text for me, a lettering with Sullen family. So he uh, specially designed a Sullen family lettering and uh, tattoo on my left left hand, and uh, I got him sign on it too. Smith. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and and I think I'm the first guy, first Sullen artist who have the word Sullen family instead of I have I have also the uh, the Sullen logo on my right hand, which done by another Sullen artist on on me. So. Yeah, I think I'm the first guy who have this sullen family. on.
0: That's great. You're, ti- you're tied in deep, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really
1: love them. And, and it's, it's, it's really, they're, they're most, one of the most humble guys and uh, people, friends I ever know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great, man. Well, 2015 is going to be a year of uh, you exploring your art even more. Uh, we wish you the best yeah. luck uh, Alvin and, and I thank you and appreciate you coming on and, and talking with us.
1: Cool, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, that was it. The last show of 2014. First, let me thank all my guests who took time out of their schedule, came on and talked with me. I really appreciate it. Thank you to all the listeners who tuned in each week, supported the show. I appreciate all the comments, the shares, the likes, 2015 is going to be an exciting year. I'll be taking Sullen Radio on the road to some tattoo conventions and live events. If you'd like to stay connected with what I have going on with Sullen Radio, please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at swanson. I'm also excited to announce that SullenRadio.com will be live very soon. SullenRadio.com will be a place for all things Sullen Radio. You'll be able to listen to all the past episodes, get news on upcoming guests, live events, and even bonus episodes that i will be dropping throughout the year. Make sure to check out sullenradio.com by the new year and stay up to date on everything that's going on. Last but not least, I'd like to say thank you to Ryan and Jeremy and the entire sullen team in Southern California. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate all your help and support. All right, that's it. I am done. I've recorded this shit too many times. I'll see you guys in 2015. Keep hustling. All right, if there's anybody still listening, you can text me for a tattoo appointment, 707-704-6909. You can hit me up on Twitter. You can hit me up on Instagram. You can hit me up on Facebook. It's pretty much a shit ton of ways to get a hold of me. So if you're looking to get tattooed, hit me up. That is my
1: hustle. Thank you very much.